Good afternoon and welcome to Close Up on this Mother's Day, which marks just over 17 weeks from another big day in New Hampshire, the primary. We continue our commitment to the issues and races in 2002 with an ongoing series of candidate profiles in this half hour of Close Up. Today we meet the man who is challenging 2nd District Congressman Charlie Bass. Republican Eugene Douglas lives in Concord with his wife Carol and two sons. He's a high school science teacher and a newcomer to the state. He moved here from Hawaii in the recent past. According to his website, Mr. Douglas is a pro-life Republican who moved to New Hampshire, quote, to help Bob Smith get reelected. He ran for U.S. Senate in Hawaii in both 1998 and 2000. Welcome, Mr. Douglas. Thank before, you very much. Before we actually get to meet the journalists who are joining us today, we want to give you a minute to tell us why you are running for Congress. Well, I, growing up in a Quaker liberal Democratic family, I've been following Republican politics and appreciate it for years, ever since I registered to vote when I was 18, and I registered Republican. And I did it on purpose because I frankly thought that the Republicans were standing for something and did not, in a sense, want kind of a ruling from on high kind of mentality, but more a constitutional view of how people fit into society and government fits in. And I, we, we came to New Hampshire expecting to be involved in Republican politics behind the scenes. But I've been following it for 20 years since I was a graduate student at UConn and always appreciated the congressmen and senators from here. And yet when we moved to Concord, thinking we had all Republicans that we agreed with, I found out that the current congressman on some very important issues to me, as well as to New Hampshire Republicans, uh, votes with the Democrats. And so based on my own history and my own getting in, going in there for a cause, I decided that if not me, who else? And because no one else was going to do it, I decided I'd do it. And I felt it was very important as a teacher trying out and go out there and educate the public as to what Republicans believe, and that's what I'm doing it for. All right. Well, great. Before we get to some more questions, I would love to introduce our panelists today. Joining me to my right, John DeStaso of the Union Leader. Hi, John. How are you? Good. Thanks for being with us. And Dave Leventhal with the Eagle Tribune. Hi, John. Hi, Dave. Well, I know we have some questions lined up here, but I'd love to start, Mr. Douglas, by asking, uh, you've acknowledged you moved here from Hawaii. It's been about a year or so since you've been here. Um, you know, when Hillary Clinton moved to New York State, she was criticized for for seeming to to move there to run for Senate. How do you fight that argument here in New Hampshire? You're a newcomer. Well, I, I as I said, I, I my dad's from New London, Connecticut. I'm a real Yankee. And and when I was going to UConn, the only Republican politics that was a, a, attractive to me was in New Hampshire. Uh, from Senator Gordon Smith, uh, from Senator Gordon Humphrey to Senator Bob Smith to um, to Bill Zeloff, to um, to Senator Gregg, and before con that, Congressman Gregg, and even I remembered seeing on the radar Chuck Douglas, and I remembered saying, oh, he's a 1S Douglas. So it's the kind of thing where it all brought to mind why I liked Republican politics and those people who I looked up to and appreciated. And yes, we've moved around the country, but I'm a teacher, and basically we had a wonderful opportunity to teach out at the College of Micronesia. I was teaching down in Florida, where my dad lived at the time, and I got recruited out to teach on a small island in the Pacific, and, and I don't know of any college teacher that, given that opportunity, they pay the moving expenses, wouldn't do that with his family, and it was a great adventure for us, and we, 
we moved to Hawaii so my wife could get her bachelor's degree in art and then we got involved in re Republican politics there because I decided to take on Senator Inouye because of some very complicated things about my own experience as a chemist and so it's a situation where yes it's complicated but it's very simple that I'm, I'm a purist Republican and I frankly think that Republicans in New Hampshire are great people and all, all the people in New Hampshire are great people but that's why I'm involved in Republican politics. And when we came here, I saw that Representative Bass did not represent my views and a lot of conservatives in the district, so I decided, well, I'll take him on. <laughs> See how things go? Has the party given you the time of day at all? Because uh, the party officially is supposed to be um, neutral in these things, but of course, Congressman Bass is a veteran and an incumbent and a party person from virtually from birth. Um, how, how do you intend to um, sort of deal with what will obviously, obviously be the, the Republican Party's um, favoritism toward the incumbent? Well, frankly, I think once they see, and particularly the important Republicans, once they see that there's some spine behind the bluster that I use and the fact that I stand for something, particularly regarding uh, what the, what the uh, platform of the Republican Party stands for in these issues, if I could just read a few little things. It says, we, we therefore support a human life amendment to the Constitution. We, we endorse legislation to make it clear that the 14th Amendment protections apply to unborn children. We oppose same-sex marriages. Uh, we ban partial birth abortion. Um, we oppose physician-assisted suicide. All those are my beliefs, too, and it's a situation where as people get to know me, then they'll understand why I'm doing this because they don't represent Representative Bass's views. Part of the problem in politics is that they almost have a kind of a fiefdom of, you know, if your father or grandfather was in politics, then you should be. And it's kind of the Kennedy syndrome. And, and in some respects, Charlie Bass's politics is just like Ted Kennedy's. So that's, it's a situation where I don't think any necessarily, there's a birthright to political office. We're not in England. Uh, and there's no House of Lords, so it's a situation where, for me as a science teacher with two master's degrees and a great family, I think, according to our Constitution, I'm entitled to run for office. And it really doesn't matter what the politicos at the Republican Party say, because once they come to understand what I'm doing here, uh, they'll rally behind me, particularly if I win. And I frankly think I've gotten this far on so little, quote-unquote, money because I have a message and because people are interested in the message and they talk about the message. If I didn't, I'd be uh, go out bragging how much personal money I have to spend and I don't have any money, I'm just a science teacher. <laughs> what about the voters of the second district who over the past eight years have consistently voted Charlie Bass into office over some very well-heeled Democrats and no conservative has, has really risen up to to ever challenge him. Is that any indication to you that the second district, the people of the second district, are more interested in, in a more moderate Republican as opposed to a conservative? And if not, how do you, without any money, plan to actually get your message out and try to convince people that your message is right? Well, Dave Wheeler, a very conservative Republican, uh, beat him in a primary, and uh, Chuck Douglas and Judd Gregg have also beat him in primary, so it's a situation where um, and I think they're more conservative than he is, so it's a situation where basically just because he's beaten Democrats means that people in the 2nd District would prefer to have a Republican. 
if he wins to go on the general, I'll vote for him, but I'm not going to support him in the primary. And just because there aren't Republicans who are uh, who care enough about the issues to stand up and be brave in a way, this is a very scary thing to do this. And yet, if I lose, I'll still be a science teacher. If he loses, who knows what he'll do. But the point is, it's a situation where basically I think that the time is now for a change. And uh, this district also has not been known for having congressmen there for 30 years at a time. They get upset. They get things from all sorts of things. And I don't think it's ready for a Democrat to upset him, but a conservative Republican can, particularly when he infuriates his base by voting for unconstitutional legislation like Shays Meehan and, um, in a sense, votes against the Pinkerton Amendment, which was about basically protecting the rights for New Hampshire gun owners to uh, support the candidate of their choice, as well as there are a lot of pro-life people in the 2nd District who have been waiting for a real person who's not afraid to say, yes, I want to protect innocent human life, and that's why I'm in this. And I think I will have a lot of support. And they won't see it necessarily until after the filing starts, stops, but um, I'm, people are talking about me all the time and wondering who I am, and I'm very thankful for this opportunity. One thing you, you mentioned, uh, Dave talked about party support, as, as did John, but you filed an official complaint recently asking Republicans to follow the state party rules. Is it your sense that they aren't, that they're uh, somehow supporting Charlie Bass? Well, part of the bylaws basically say if you're a party official or you're part of a committee, you've got a responsibility to, uh, to be neutral. And yet there were some people in the party committee apparatus that have made it clear they're supporting, they were supporting uh, um, Charlie. If I was not running, and I wasn't running six months ago, sure, they were supporting Charlie. But yes, they need to be convinced. But now they need to be called to task and to say, hey, wait a minute, I'm him here, and I'm serious. And I think once people become more and more serious, then they realize they'll have to step back and to say, Yes, let's let the primary run its course. The, the, the problem is with Representative Bass is, he, you know, I've had a website ever since November, active and has stuff on it. His website isn't even working. So it's like, you know, if, if he doesn't care enough about this district to put up what he's standing for, it's the kind of thing where it's just plain weird. And he votes for finance, campaign finance legislation uh, to reform the system, but he doesn't even follow the rules of the FEC himself. Uh, it's just a kind of hypocrisy I don't like, and I think once people become aware of it, they won't like it either. All right, well, we're going to toss to a break, but when we come back, more from Eugene Douglas. Thank, Thank you. WMUR-TV and the WMURchannel.com are proud to unveil a new home improvement section on the web. House and Home has advice from the experts, helping consumers stay up to date with tips on keeping their house in tip-top shape and looking great, plus the opportunity to win a gift certificate for $2,500. House and Home is sponsored by Electrical Supply of Milford, Go Where the Pros Go, and Country Woods Unfinished Furniture. There are lots of reasons for unfinished furniture, but only one store like Country Woods. Hey! 
it's time you expected more from an insurance company. So call Progressive Auto Insurance, and we can give you our low price and the rates for up to three leading competitors. And that could save you hundreds. We want you to save money, even if it's not with us. Call Progressive today or visit us at the web address on your screen. Compare rates and buy a policy instantly. We want you to save money, even if it's not with us. You could start saving now. Call Progressive at this number today. Progressive, not what you'd expect from an insurance company. If you're looking for the ultimate in bird feeding flexibility, look to Wild Birds Unlimited's exclusive advanced pole system. You can hang or mount the type of feeders, nesting boxes, and water features that work best for you. And thanks to the exclusive stabilizer, it stays straight. And looks great. It's the only one like it, and you'll only find it at Wild Birds Unlimited. More than ever, bringing people and nature together. Right in your own backyard. Wild Birds Unlimited, with two New Hampshire locations in Nashua and Plastow. Welcome back to Close Up. We continue our commitment 2002 in terms of profiling the candidates running for major office. Today we are seated in the studio with Eugene Douglas, who's a Republican, taking on Charlie Bass in the 2nd Congressional District. And we've been asking him some questions, and we're going to turn it over to John DeStaso. John? Uh, Mr. Douglas, just tell us a little more about where you think a Congressman uh, Bass has voted like a Democrat and uh, has been non-reflective non of the voters. I mean, the president... Uh, uh, has has supported him himself. So uh, I think with there's really no one that's a, always 100% with with the White House or with a certain point of view. Um, but where would you where where what what about him is the most troublesome to you? What are some of the votes that you've mentioned? Campaign finance reform. Uh, uh, any any others? Well, uh, just a few weeks ago, he voted to. Um say it shouldn't be against the law to bring minor children across state lines to have them have abortions. And to me, that's, that's appalling. It's almost like in Massachusetts where they have a law that says parents must be given, must give permission to have a, a minor have an abortion. There are abortion providers in Massachusetts bringing people, minor girls, to New Hampshire to get abortions because there isn't that law here. And a lot of bothers a lot of Republicans the fact that he does that, and and it overwhelmingly passed the House with bipartisan support, mostly Republican and and some Democrat, and he voted against it. And basically, what that does is it advocates kidnapping for the sake of killing a baby, and that to me is abhorrent. I can't picture that. I can't, and I don't believe it represents the Republican Party in New Hampshire. And I don't believe it represents the things. He also voted for domestic partnerships for the District of Columbia to support them with federal funds. And yet, look, I, I don't have a position about people's personal lives, but uh, taxpayers shouldn't be used to to subsidize people who want to shack up. I, you know, it, it, they have their own choices. Common law marriage for heterosexuals, and is basically. If they want to give each other power of attorney, that's fine. But I don't think they should get government sanction, sanction and make uh, taxpayers pay for it. And he voted for it. If Charlie Bass was opposed to abortion rights, would you feel the need to run in this election? Uh, no. Frankly, <laughs> that's what I expected when we came here. I, I was not looking forward to being a candidate again, maybe for six, ten years down the road. Uh, I, As I said, as you mentioned, I, I've been a great fan of Bob Smith ever since he entered the U.S. Senate and before then when he was a congressman. He, he's a very honorable man and I think he deserves to be reelected. I'm proud to support him. I also think that Johnson Jr. is a great guy 
and it's a situation um, run, uh, running for the Senate as I did before in Hawaii against very liberal Democrats' positions in a sense. It didn't matter where I came in, but the fact that I did that, I can understand, you know, why I would why I would run against Charlie, but and yet I can't understand why he's doing it because he's essentially. I think it's basically people want him out of the house, and they don't care if he wins or loses. They just want him to get out of the U.S. House, and I find that tragic because I think he could be a great senator six, twelve years down the road, and and yet I think, he, you know, I'm 44, he's 37, and I. I think I may have learned some more things in my Senate races in Hawaii, standing up and getting some notice. And what do you think of Congressman Bass not uh, taking sides in that primary between uh, S Senator Smith and, and Sununu? Um, well, some people see that as a slight to the, to the incumbent, and that that led to speculation that um, perhaps some people were asking you to sort of be a thorn in the side of, of the congressman. You don't strike me as someone who's going to allow himself to be used in that way, but. What do you make of that whole situation? Well, frankly, I don't think I don't think incumbents should be involved in primary politics. It, it's kind of unseemly, and just because I'm a candidate. But I, I've always made my preferences for Bob Smith to be clear uh, from the beginning. Uh, there's been no things, but I like Johnson Jr. I think he's a great guy. But uh, and yet Charlie Bass not taking a position when Senator Smith endorsed him to for for four years ago, it's kind of odd, but yeah. the way he votes in Congress, and Bob Smith votes very pro-life, doesn't surprise me he doesn't support him. He wants him out of the U.S. Senate. He, he, he might even want Gene Sheehan to replace him. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Norman Jackman has agreed to a uh, debate with you. Uh, if, uh, if I'm correct, he's running, of course, uh, in the Democratic primary. Why debate a Democrat at this point uh, when you're still running in a Republican primary and, and have that race in and of itself to, to deal with uh, before you would ever have to think of uh, the general election against a Democrat? Well, he was on the show a couple of weeks ago and had got a lot of comment in the Republican circles about it. And I felt being a Massachusetts lawyer from Harvard and whatever, it'd be fun. I, I'm a college teacher, and I thought it'd be educational. And whether Representative Bass or... Katrina's wet want to join. I thought it'd be fun, and initially when we met at McDonald's, he thought it'd be fun too. But, but who knows? He, he basically, I've been forced to now invite Katrina Sweat to join us, and so it's a situation where who knows what'll eventually happen. But it's not by my lack of trying. I basically feel that um, whatever, whenever the issues are discussed and on the table, then people really know who they're voting for, and that's what we need in the second district. It would also be great in the first district if Sean Mahoney uh, challenges Martha Fuller Clark. Uh, you know, get get some noise, get some interest in there. You uh, mentioned that you have proposals for lowering taxes and for making government smaller. Can you talk about your proposal for lowering taxes? Well, last night I was at the Portsmouth Business Forum sponsored by Craig Benson, and I, I asked the guys on the panel, what kind of interaction or relationship would you like to have with the state and federal government? They said none. Uh, well, that's my view, too. Uh, the federal government's job should be to support the infrastructure, to, to look for the national defense, to make it easy for business to provide jobs for people, not uh, make things messier. And frankly, the way Representative Bass votes on two sides of the issue sometimes and, and kind of interferes with what President Bush wants to do in Congress, 
it, it's a situation where I don't think he's much of a friend for small business either. So, it's, that, so that's the kind of thing where, you know, uh, I feel fairly strongly about it. And yet, I also, as a teacher and and as someone who worked in an industry, gotten one patent. It's the kind of thing where I believe that there's a f role that the federal government does play in providing for higher education as well as uh, a, a wide variety of infrastructure needs. Well, you also mentioned you have a proposal for, for local control of education. How does that work in with? Well, basically what it means is that the Department of Education in Washington gets kind of disbanded and any role of regulatory thing gets put into a different group of more an advisory thing of setting basic standards and then letting local uh, local states, uh, localities, local school districts make policy within a certain framework. Like One of the things that's tragic, New Hampshire is great in the fact that at least with two master's degrees, there's an alternative credentialing procedure. But most places in the country, if you have a master's degree in a subject area or even a bachelor's, you can't teach at the high school at that level without going back to undergraduate school. And, and that's a national problem. And yet, part of the bureaucracy in, in the Department of Education is, promotes that kind of educationalist attitude about it instead of getting people who love science in there to teach it or those people who love math or history to get in there to teach it. And that's my idea of, of if, if the local people know what they want, they should be allowed to hire them. And that's a, that's a school district matter and even a principal matter. You must detest the Bush education plan then. No, I don't. I think, I think what President Bush is trying to do is making uh, a silk purse out of a sow's ear. Uh, frankly, I think he's doing what he needs to do to get it back to local accountability and yet trying to work a way to kind of work through a morass of, of regulations and barbaric stuff that comes out of Washington that's been entrenched there for as long as the Democrats were in control of Congress. And I think he's a pragmatic guy who deserves kudos for what he's been trying to do. And, I, and that's one reason we've been supporting President Bush and even his father for years, because he is, they are very pragmatic politicians. How does Charlie Bass, uh, be it in his votes uh, or in his uh, outward leadership uh, on the issue of terrorism, how do you think uh, he's done in the past uh, several months uh, dating back to, to last September? Well, kind of quiet. I, I like Bob Smith's view on terrorism that, uh, and and basically Senator Gregg's leadership on the issue, uh, Johnson Jr.'s leadership on the issue. I, I think Representative Bass, sure, he's, he's parroted the other view, but I, I don't think he necessarily um, disagrees with the Republican position Anything uh, that he should have done that, that you no, see him not doing? No, I just don't see him as being that kind of guy with public statements in a way. He's a very nice man. He's a 67% thing with the American Conservative Union, so I would vote the same as he would on many things. But the prime issues about why I'm in this race is, is why I'm in this race. And it, it basically, I think it does not represent New Hampshire. It does not represent the 2nd District. So you said your main issue, was, however, was the, the choice issue. Was the no, choice it, issue it, the pro-life issue? Kill, it, well, I thought you said you wouldn't be in the race if it, it, no. if he were pro-life. If he were pro-life, uh, <laughs> that's a matter of killing killing little babies in the right. womb. I, it's a situation where, to me, that's enough to get me in there. It's not enough to replace an incumbent. I'm a Republican. I'm not in here to replace incumbent Republicans with another one. That makes me different. And all I was going to ask you was, what sort of federal legislation would do you see yourself sponsoring? 
what can be done on the federal level and the congressional level to, to deal with that issue as opposed to say on the well, it's on in, the state level. Well, it's in the New Hampshire. It's in the New Hampshire. Um, New Hampshire Republican Party platform, basically a human life amendment to the Constitution that brings back that the U.S. Constitution says that the Americans have a right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That applies to the unborn. All right, I'm going to take a break now, but we will be right back. More satisfied customers here at Ippolito's Furniture. Yep, they just bought a new Thomasville dining room set. What a great choice. Let's see how they got to this point on my value monitor. I love being value man. Good entrance, right to Thomasville. Now, boom, here's where they meet the Ippolito's Furniture consultant who answers all their questions. And bam, right here, the low value price and free delivery throughout New England, that tied it all up. Value man, what are you doing? Hmm, nothing. Ippolito's Furniture, Route 3, Meredith, New Hampshire. WMUR-TV and the WMURchannel.com are proud to unveil a new home improvement section on the web. House and Home has advice from the experts, helping consumers stay up to date with tips on keeping their house in tip-top shape and looking great, plus the opportunity to win a gift certificate for $2,500. House and Home is sponsored by Swenson Granite Works. Do it once, do it with stone. And Nashua Outdoor Power Equipment, your authorized John Deere dealer. What's that? It's the new business review. The New Hampshire business review? Yeah, it's got a whole new look that makes it easier to read and easier to use. Look at this, interviews with business people worth knowing about. The numbers is a section that keeps you up to date on economic trends. What's the latest? I haven't seen that before. It keeps tabs on changes in the business community, new products and services, company expansions, people on the move. They still have Flotsam and Jetsam right. I love those little tidbits about what's going on in the state. Sure, all your favorite sections are still there. There's a lot of business in New Hampshire, and the business review has it covered. Back to wrap up this half hour of close up, but before we go, we want to give Republican Eugene Douglas a chance to, in about a minute or so, summarize anything you didn't get to say or just kind of why you feel you're the guy for Congress. Well, because this is showing up on uh, on Mother's Day, I I want to say one, thank God for the mothers that decided to keep their babies alive. Uh, that's why I'm in the race to protect the babies and to, in a sense. Uh, ask all of you out there who are concerned about it to pray for the mothers who are hoodwinked into taking their baby's life. Uh, yes, it's an important issue, but human life is an important issue. And yet it's a situation where um, all I'm doing is giving New Hampshire Republicans a choice and those who are, care about it a choice. And I really need your help. Yes, I don't have many resources, but I think I got the grassroots foundation I need I feel I'm entitled and my positions are clear enough that I can ask for your money, your support, and I really need people's help. And yet if, as I said before, if Representative Bass wins the primary, I'll support him in the general because he's much better than the Democrat. All right. Thank, thank you, Eugene Douglas. And I want to thank both of you, John DeStaso with the Union Leader, Dave Leventhal, Eagle Tribune. Thank you guys for thank joining you. us. And do want to let you know, know that you can join us again next week for a close-up doubleheader where we profile two back-to-back -back shows, two Republican candidates running for Congress in the 1st District. We'll meet Jim Steiner and John Stephen. That's next Sunday on Close-Up starting at 1230. Thank you all for joining us. Have a great one.
Hello from us.